0: Call in with your questions to real estate expert Mimi Shoneman with Remax Results. I'm going to go out and buy a house. Here she is, your host, Mimi Shoneman. Yes, she is here, our host of the Red Hot Real Estate Show from Remax Results and the Red Hot Real Estate Group, my good friend Mimi Shoneman. Hey, Mimi. Good morning. Glad to see you. Also, very glad to see our sunshiny, bright friend, Michelley Ferris from Nations Lending. How you doing over there? Good morning. I love your sweater. Well, you're sweet. I do. I'm not no, actually, I'm honest. I'm not <laughs> sweet i mean it i like uh, you thank and i you. could switch clothes thank you I, that's
2: good that's good i like bright,
0: bright, so, bright, do bright, I. bright. Yes. so do i so do i so shelly can we please get your nmls oh, yes. number into the room mine is three six seven eight two six, and nation's lending is 32416 so mimi what's been going out there in the universe uh, of real estate here in the uh, minnesota well market? you know the the Super Bowl happens. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Guess mm-hmm. what that means? It means the market is open, open, and everybody's spring. busy, busy, busy. Right? Right? The market is brought. here. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Um I believe the Parade of Home starts next week. Okay. Um and so uh it's it's active. Okay. Um so just a, just as a segue to that. I just wanted to give you what our weekly market activity report from the Minneapolis Area Association of Realtors has given us our experts over there. For the week ending February 17th, housing inventory improved for the third month in a row with the number of homes actively for sale in January increasing almost 8% year okay. over year. And that's according to Realtor.com January 2024 monthly housing market trends report. Lower mortgage rates appear to have brought some sellers back to the market as the number of newly listed homes rose 2.8% year over year. And while this is good news for prospective home buyers, the supply of homes for sale remains down compared okay. to the typical 2017 through 19 levels. Um, our new listings increased almost 15%. We're sitting at a thousand ninety. Our pending sales increased 11 percent to 792, and inventory also went up 5 percent to 6,451 homes on the market in the metro. Our median sales price is up 3.1 percent to 352.5 for the the whole metro area. Our days on market decreased 8.2 percent to 56 days. Our original, uh, our the percent of original list price that our sellers are getting is 96.7 and a guess of what our inventory levels are here ladies in the panel um
0: 1.2 months of inventory 2.4 months okay okay 1.8 months of inventory. okay. Yes. Yes, You guys are
1: right there kind of Mm -hmm, in the sweet mm -hmm, spot. mm -hmm. And so for folks that might be tuning in for the very first time, what does that mean? Mm -hmm. Um, uh, So if you have enough houses for both your buyers and enough houses for our sellers, that is a balanced market. And so our inventory levels, if we have between five and six months of inventory, that's considered balanced. If we have less than five months, that means that we're very much still in a seller's market, meaning they have a little more leverage. And we are at one point eight. So we are a third of that. OK, um, meaning we're still in a very strong
0: seller's market. I have a question for uh, you, Mimi and Shelley, And one of the things that you said during that update, Mimi, was uh, back to 2017 through 2019 typical type thing. We use that word. How long do we think? we need to be in this particular landscape of tighter markets before we start saying this is typical or they adjust what that typicality might end up being. What do you think? I know that that's maybe a guess, but what do you think? I, I don't know if I'll see it in my lifetime.
1: Okay, oh,
2: really? Fair I, enough. Okay. I, I
1: think it'll be a decade at minimum. Um, if you're thinking like, so what is it going to take to get us to a balanced market? Well, mm-hmm. it's going to take... A lot of people who are putting their house on the market because our builders are building as fast as their little hands can build. And we just don't have enough homes for the demand. The people that are seeking homes. So population increase, Mm -hmm. immigration, all of those things. We have more people then we have physical places for them right. to go. Um, so I am thinking that we're probably going to be seeing uh, some condo conversions with some of this commercial real estate that is going to hopefully help with some of this demand. Um, there's a lot of commercial commercial pressure right now with with uh, lots of buildings that are selling for like unbelievable discounts. Uh, right. So for our investors out there, this is nothing new for you. You're certainly on, on the pulse of that. But if you're a new investor... Maybe that is something that you might want to consider is looking at commercial properties and converting it into uh, residential homes um, for a condo conversion. Those That's kinds interesting of
0: things. that you said that, because it seems like when we normally have some and I, I use the word normally loosely previously, if we had an economic correction, then people were waiting for that to happen in. Our, um, our residential home market as well. So we had talked about over the last year or so, some people were waiting for that deal, that there was going to be a bubble and all of a sudden all these residential home prices are going to go down. And both of you were saying, I don't see it. That's not what the indicators say. If you're sitting out there waiting for everything to drop drastically like it did back in 2008 and 2009, that's not where it seemed to be going now. And you thus far have been correct. Things have not, we haven't had this giant turn of of all you getting this this huge deal every time you get a house like as a coupon going to the grocery store
1: well to give like you some perspective um in the down market when we were in the, the first recession mm-hmm. we were sitting at something like 1.7 or 1.9 million uh foreclosures mm-hmm. um, short sales and foreclosures right now we're sitting at about one hundred and eighty-seven thousand. Mm-hmm. So the perspective, like if you're right. looking at a chart, is significant like that. Yes. Um, so is it possible that we'll see? A, a, it depends on. I mean, we are very squarely in a recession in yes. our in our opinion, mm-hmm. Shelly and absolutely. mine. Absolutely, uh, absolutely. I think we have been in one for a few years, <laughs> but <laughs> nobody's calling it that. Yeah. Shelley's calling it that, and I'm blaming it on her. Oh yeah. Um, so. <laughs> She's the okay. one told me, um, and your definition of a recession was accurate. Right, two uh, quarters in a row of negative growth,
2: right, so, um, or flat. Mm-hmm. And I, th- I think that when we see the numbers corrected, when we see that all come out, we're gonna we're gonna look back and say. So that's why you don't never know when you're in a recession until you look in the rearview mirror and go, oh, yeah, look at.
1: Well, it's wonky, right? Well, it so is right. I mean, you know, we've had three years of just anomaly. We mm-hmm. had a, a massive uh, bailout with the, all the, the COVID funds. Right. Um, and that kind of like made everything get a little bit different. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, things kind of have to settle down a little bit and people have to figure out what's normal again. Right. You know, and there's not extra money to go to, you know, right. Cancun. Right. No
0: <laughs> I was saying Aruba.
1: <laughs> Not either. Yeah. No. I was like, nope. Yeah. <laughs> so but true. we'd like to go. Right. Okay. So Indeed. Anyway. Indeed. Shelly, give us your quick market update for right. mortgage. Yeah. So,
2: um, the you know, the market, there's numbers that came out this week and interest rates moved a little bit. Uh, the CPE and the PCE, Consumer Price Index and Personal Consumption Expenditures came out. Mm-hmm. Really weighted in those numbers was a very um, obscure uh, titled thing called owner's equivalent rent. And it is, it makes up three, a third of what the core CPE is. That's what the uh, Fed is looking at to move rates for us. Yes. And this owner's equivalent rent is they randomly call you up and say hey how much would you rent your house out how much you think it would rent your house out for how much you think you would rent your house out for I think I'm like $5,000 a month yeah Yeah. $5,000 a month. Sounds great. Exactly. (laughs) Well, who knows? I mean, they don't call people who own multiple houses, which would be a good measure because you'd be able to compare and contrast. What do I get for this rent? What do I get for this rent? Right. People are all invested in all that. That number has really obscured the overall Mm -hmm. uh, uh, balances that are coming out, and that's why we're not getting the big uh, number changes that we want in order to get these interest rates Because they're like, pick this number. (laughs) I'm telling you, it's coming, people. It's coming. What's coming? Good There's news? a train.
0: <laughs> you know, there's but a, it's a train the we want to get on. This train. It's not it a train is. that's going to run over. It really, over really is. What's everybody. coming
2: is lower interest rates. What's yes. coming is the Feds are going to be lowering, and I think that's going to help people sell their houses. It's going to help them get out of their three and a half percent mortgage that they're sitting on. Listen, they're going to want to be able to. When you need to sell. go, you
1: need to go. Right? It doesn't mm-hmm. matter, you right. know, what your interest rate is, you know, and and also too. Folks are, are collecting debt, like no, like yeah, record exactly. amounts of debt. Exactly. Um, and, you know, Shelly has a great solution for that. We can talk about when we come back. Mm-hmm. But I do want to let everybody know that we want to take your calls during the show here today. Our topic is going to be how to use your current home to buy your dream home. Yes. And if you want to shop for for real estate or if you want to comparison shop your house, be sure to check out ViewGreaterMinneapolisHomes.com. Uh, There you can shop for the Twin Cities Real Estate and also Western Wisconsin. If you have questions or something that you'd like to text a question to the show, you can
0: also do that through our our show link here at the station. Right. You can go to mytalk10701.com. Just use that keyword, Red Hot. If you have a question that you'd like to get into the air today, we encourage you to call us at 651-641-1071. We'll be right back on the Red Hot Real Estate Show. Welcome back to the Red Hot Real Estate Show here on MyTalk 1071. Also available as a podcast. Trust me, we sound wonderful in your earbuds. You could find this episode and previous episodes if you go to our website, MyTalk1071.com. Use that keyword Red Hot. Here with my good friend Mimi Shoneman from the Red Hot Real Estate Group and REMAX Results. Also our friend Shelly Ferris from Nations Lending. It is a great day for you to go ahead and be part of the show. Call us at 651-641-1071. Again, that's 651-641-1071 okay Shelly were you able to finish your market
1: update was oh, that, the, that,
2: that it was the reader's Digest version but okay. that's all right is there anything yeah. pertinent that you oh, want to jump in and here. share hmm. Nah. okay fair enough
0: <laughs> yeah. like it's changed but not that much it's, <laughs> right. it's good yeah. it's good we've got
2: good information to right. share today okay so.
1: folks so um we are going to be talking with you, hopefully, about what your your concerns are about how to use your current home to buy a house that you really would prefer to have. Right. Like, you know, so let's just talk about it. So we all own homes. Yes. And, you know, it doesn't matter how old they were, if it was new, if it was, you know, a little bit used or if it was a whole lot used. When you move into that home, you're like, daggone it. I wish I would have thought of that or yes, I wish that exactly. I would have noticed this. Um, it happens. There is no perfect home. Looks right. like there's no perfect person. And right. there's
0: so many changes and evolutions that you go through throughout your life. You know, like uh, you both oh, know. Right. Yeah, my son turned sixteen. Uh, yesterday and so he's a much bigger person than yes. he was when I moved into this Indeed. house, yeah. <laughs> you know, 11 yes. years ago. Well, exactly. that crib's not working out for you, yeah, anymore no, <laughs> no, that tiny bread line he takes up more and now he's like when I'm trying to make food in the kitchen, he's like looming. I'm like you need yes. to give me some space. <laughs> so, I mean, maybe you're in that situation or you maybe your kids have gone through that evolution and now they're off on their own right. and you're like now nah, I got too much space. Exactly.
1: Mm-hmm. exactly. Well, the first the first step in determining whether you, uh, how you can use your current home. So Americans are sitting on just a tremendous amount of equity, um, and so sixty, get this, sixty-seven point four percent have paid off their mortgage or have at least fifty percent equity in your home. So what is the definition of equity, right. so
2: Equity. That's kind of a weird word we hear every so often or whatever. What does that mean exactly? So your equity is money it's money you have i i I liken it to like a bag of money sitting on your couch would it be that easy wouldn't that be nice but
0: (laughs) it was just sitting there right so you every once in a while you just looked at it shook the bag to see if it was getting heavier yes Mm -hmm. big piggy bank
2: right mimi comes out tells you your house is worth 400 you do a little math in your head you say well dang i only owe 200 on it so therefore i have two hundred thousand dollars sitting in that bag of money on my couch gotcha that's what equity
1: is okay folks um so In the, in the big picture of it, let's just, let's just walk it through. Like, Miss Shannon, you say, gosh, I, I just, I really feel like I have outgrown this space. Yes. And as much as I like my house and I've fixed it up and I've done some cute things to it, um, I really would like to explore what that looks like for me to be able to pick up and move and and find a different one. So the first thing that we would do is I would call you up and schedule an appointment to come and look at your house. Okay. And you and I would sit down and visit in your living room or your kitchen. Okay, Shannon, Miss Shannon, what have you done to improve this space? Yes. Since you purchased it. Right. And you would say,
0: I've, I've built a fence. I built a fence. I bought all new windows for the entire property. Uh, and I've done uh, some painting and spackling and some other things on the outside of the home. Exactly. Okay. So I'm taking notes about what all you have done. Mm-hmm. And then
1: I'm, what I'm going to do next is I'm going to look at your neighborhood, precisely your neighborhood. Yes. Um, within a mile radius, if at all possible, to compare you
0: to other duplexes that would be in and around your home base. So there was one diagonal from my house that went on sale a couple of years ago. So you would look at maybe that. I would look at. So first of all, we would start looking at the homes that are within uh, six
1: months that have sold yes. within your house, and then if we don't find other properties, we're going to move out. Now, let's just say that you have an overabundance. Of duplexes right within your area then I would probably not go out as far as six months I would start out at about 30 days 60 90 120 and then six months yes and then pull from the most relevant ones we're gonna be looking at uh, square footage we're gonna be looking at photos if there are any to see if there are various improvements I'm gonna be looking to see what's common In your neighborhood, Um, if it's common for people in your neighborhood to have a fence and others don't, that's going to be a tick off. Yes. If, uh, If everybody in your neighborhood has granite. And stainless steel appliances. And then there's one that has old, dirty appliances. That's a tick off. Yes. Um, So I'm looking for similarities. I'm looking for comparisons. I'm looking for similar size yards. I'm looking for how old is that roof. Yes. I'm looking for, okay, so did that neighbor, do the windows look like they've improved? I mean, a lot of this information you you're looking for it. Right. Am I able to know for a fact how old the windows are in your neighbor's house that's sold across the street? Probably not. Right. But you're looking for what you can tell that's that's similar. And then we're gonna go out. So let's just say in your neighborhood that there might be one duplex that sold in the last six months. Well, that's a problem for us okay? because that may not even be a good-looking uh, comp. Let's just look at it and let's say, well, it's you can see it from the photos. It's not near as nice as yours. right? So then what are we going to do? Then we're going to inch out in, in uh, geography. We're going to mm-hmm. go out where one mile would be perfect. Maybe I have to go out two miles. Maybe yes. I have to go out into even... Minneapolis and compare you with a a, a duplex there. Maybe if we're I, trying
0: to find something within that time frame, yes. that's also comparable to what mine looks like. Maybe okay. we would have to go longer than six months. Maybe we would even go back a year. So we're
1: looking at all of that information to say, okay, this is a relevant comp that uh, that a licensed appraiser would say, yes, I believe that this is the same. Okay, now you looking at whether the basement is finished. You're looking whether, let's say, you have a story and a half. Um, if if you're the only story and a half and the rest are just one stories, yes. is that going to be a problem for us? It might be. Okay, So we're looking for all of that. And how do we do that? We need to see the physical space. Okay. We, we have to visit. So it's not just me saying, well, I think you should count this. That's you know part what? of the reason why you need those, to see it. Those types of things where people are not ready to have you visit. Um, and and the reasons that I get for people not wanting to vi- us to come and and meet with them is because the house is not ready yet, and I'm putting that in quotations. Yes, um, you guys have to know we have see- we see it all. Right, we, we see from the most pristine you can eat off the floor homes, we see to massive hoarder homes. Mm-hmm. Um, we see where pets have damaged we see where you know you it's so beautiful you don't even you don't even know what to say right. it's so stark so it's it's all across the board what realtors see when they visit homes and nothing is going to surprise us right. and we are not prideful uh, we we are not going to judge you. We we don't have that. We want to help you. Um, so when we come into your house, it's information gathering. Right. And we want to make sure that we're helping you. So I'm listening to what you're telling me that you need to do next. Right. You might be very um, worked up about it, Miss Shannon, mm-hmm. that you're saying, well, gosh, I have so much clutter. And that's another thing that people are very concerned about is how much things they have in their house. Right. Believe it or not. We have resources to help people with getting things out of their house. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. We have the expertise where we can actually share with you what you can do with your current things. Yes. And make it make it improved within your own space without having to do hardly anything. Right. If you're an overwhelmed professional, we have resources that can help you do it for you. Right. We can have professionals that help do it with you. People are very sensitive about their things. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And we are right. we are very in tune with that that we understand that having somebody that you may not know or not know well in your home is very disconcerting. Um, but w- that is why we're there to, to have that initial consultation so that we can help you so we can help learn
0: what your objectives are. Right. So we're going to go to break now. And so what part of this conversation should we steer to next, ladies? Well,
1: we're going to we're hopefully going to take some of our questions from our listeners. We mm-hmm. But folks, when you guys call, it helps everybody. We want to know if you have a home
0: that you would like to move to a different one. What are your concerns? Right. You can do that by calling us at 651-641-1071. We'll be right back on the Red Hot Real Estate Show. If you were torn about whether you should put your home on the market, this is the show for you, if you're like, can I get into my dream home? This is the show for you. You're listening to the Red Hot Real Estate Show. I'm Ms. Shannon here with Mimi Schoneman from Remax Results and the Red Hot Real Estate Group. Also here with Shelly Ferris, our friend from Nations Lending. You can get your question into the room. You can call us at 651-641-1071. And Mimi, you were doing a great job of just uh, explaining What you do during that initial conversation when you come through and you start trying to help people make the proper decisions on what they're doing if they want to put their home on the market. And also just reminding people that it's not from a position of snooping or judgment. It's from a no, I can help you actually maximize uh, what you're doing to be able to get into your dream home. Right. Absolutely. So, folks, the, the first consultation is really
1: information gathering and seeing, you know, what you have done, what you haven't done, what needs to be done um, as best as possible. And so as Shelley was mentioning during the break, what is the whole reason for that? Well, the whole Mm -hmm. reason is for us to figure out what we actually could sell your house for Mm -hmm. and not what we could put it on the market for, what we can sell it for Mm -hmm. uh, today. Now, you know, that is like the stock market. It's fluctuating. It's in movement. It's fluid. Um, So, If we meet today in March of 2024 and you don't do anything until next March of 2025, everything is is not relative except for what we might talk about of improvements that you can do to increase the value. Um, So the other thing that I want to mention is a lot of people are very concerned about doing improvements. I think that it's very very important that you we have a conversation about that before you spend the money and hire the contractor to come out and do the thing. Maybe I'm going to tell you that that improvement that you that's going to cost you 10, 20,000 ish or more to do, maybe that's not going to be worth anything to you. You right. might be surprised. Right. There are plenty of times where, you know, I'm, I I'm like that won't matter at all. But your your dog torn carpet right um, that's completely damaged going down
0: the stairs that that is a thing repainting the walls maybe that's something that you need, but maybe you, know, you don't need granite counter in your so third ring suburb.
1: My job as a realtor and that's all realtors' jobs is to help our clients get the most money when they're selling and the the shortest amount of time with the least amount of hassle. Um, and so that's just comparing everything and helping you and guiding you through the process. So the point of the initial confer- consult- consultation, consultation. Mm-hmm. is to help you figure out today what the house might sell for in its current condition or if you did a few things what that might look like too in order to determine how much equity could be in your house and as Shelly mentioned at the last uh, show last segment that equity is the difference between what you owe on the house and what you sell it for and walk away with Uh, so Miss Shannon let's just say that we said that your house is worth $400,000. 400,000. Yes. And you would tell me I owe. And folks, this is a complete example. I don't know what she owes or right. or what what she would sell it for. This is just an example. Right. Um if she could sell it for 400 today, and she owes 100000 We would subtract those two. Yes. Minus any selling costs, which would be real estate commissions, uh, uh, your closing costs, all of those things, which would be factored in. Mm-hmm. Um, so then I would say, OK, so you could walk away, Miss Shannon. Let's just say. With $250,000. And so at that point, we've also got Ms. Shannon talking to Shelly Ferris here right. with Nations Lending. And they're talking about strategy. Okay, so if, if you can walk away with two fifty. What would that look like? So, Shelly, I'm going to let you take it over from here. Excellent. So now we know that you've got this bag of money, this
2: yes. $250,000, and what can we do with it? Okay, so um, you would talk to Mimi and you'd say, maybe you would say something like, you know, I'm a little nervous to sell my house and right. then hope to find something to buy. So right. we'd structure it in a way that you could uh, uh, qualify to buy without having to sell. Okay. okay, so that's what we're after here is so that we you can get at your dream home with your equity. Now, maybe you can't qualify for both, but then we talk about lining it up so that yes. you're going to line up your sale on the same day that you're going to end up closing on the purchase. And that happens in most transactions, folks. Okay. So that's not like a bit of magic or anything like that. Because that it does really, sound really does. like
0: setting up that domino effect does mm-hmm. sound very... Like, I don't even want to use the word tenuous, but I can see why it would make people very anxious to go, well, if that doesn't work, then my thing doesn't work. So you deal with that all the time, though. Absolutely.
2: Yep, yep. There's all kinds of anxieties (laughs) that come into play.
1: So there is a reason why uh, real estate buying and selling is one of the most stressful top 10 things that you can do.
0: right? And that's why it's important to have people to help you. Right. And we also appreciate you being part of the show. We always encourage you to call us at 651-641-1071. So we'll go to the phones now. Lindsay, thank you very much for calling. What's your question for Mimi and Shelly? Hi. Yes, I had a question on um, replacing a driveway. So
1: we are in a home. The driveway isn't terrible, but... um, we're wondering if we were to replace it when we do sell in a few years, is that something that would kind of either really help the sale of the home or something that we might get a return on our investment on, or is it kind of a wash Or
0: Interesting.
1: So thank you for the question, Lindsay. So let me ask you on a scale of one to ten, ten being perfect and one being it, rip it out, <laughs> where are you? I would say we're at a seven or an eight. So there's oh. a couple potholes, but when you're not, when you're driving past, you're not like, oh, that's a rough driveway. Okay, so just without seeing it, I'm going to say that maybe you could just do a driveway seal and some patching to get by. Um, It's also going to, it depends on the kind of neighborhood you live in um, and what other people's driveways are presenting. I mean, curb appeal, we're going to talk a little bit about that later in the show. Um, and especially since we're in March and we can right. now be doing there yard is work. Kurt, yeah. There, um, but this um, year has been so weird. I've been yeah. doing yard
0: work all year. Right. <laughs> so. But,
1: but Lindsay, um, you know what, here's what I'm going to suggest. Why don't you send a picture, text me a picture of your house with the driveway in it and then take a long, a long shot down your street. And okay. I will give you my opinion of what I think. Is that fair? Oh. That is very fair. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for the call. Mm -hmm. Here is the number you can text it to, uh, 651-578-2218. Yes. Okay, Lindsay, uh, we thank you so much for calling because that's
0: a great question. Lindsay, let me give it to you one more time, 651-578-2218. And for anybody else listening, you can always test your questions and any of those things to Mimi at that number as well.
1: Perfect. Thank you. You bet. Have a good one okay okay so So now just
0: let's just recap what you were saying right
1: okay so there are two choices that miss shannon can make she can either buy first and then sell her house or she can sell her house and then shop for a house or i guess three choices or do them both simultaneously if at all possible okay so i'm going to ask you miss shannon which one of those three choices are
0: you most interested in doing? Most interested. I would like to buy the other house first because that seems like I could move, especially with the complicated situation I have with my kid. I want him set up and moved and out and in a place. I don't want to risk maybe being in flux and where we're going to go. So
1: you want to move first, so that then you can get settled, then get your house prepared for sale. Correct. Okay, Miss. So, Shelly, so can we do that one
2: first? Yes, absolutely. So, so now we've met with Mimi. We know we've got this bag of money, $250,000 in this bag of money. We got to get at it. Yes. Okay. So, it's not really a bag of money. I wish it was that simple, but right. it isn't. So, we really, we, what we want to do is get an equity line. Okay. So, we want to get an equity line or a home equity line of credit or a second mortgage, something. those They're all the same thing, folks. Okay. So, um, I mean, there's little nuances that are different, but that's how you get at that money. So, yes. you and I will see sit down and we'll look at it and we'll go, okay, if I get a home equity line of credit for 100000 instead yes. of all the whole two fifty, now can I qualify for my existing debt on the house, whatever debt else I have, credit cards, car payments, et cetera, the new house payment and this equity line payment that I'm going to have? And um, I, we don't just talk in vague numbers or anything, right. folks. We give specifics. There's yes. no surprises. Well, right. let's
1: talk about what you're pulling that money for. Right. So we're going to
2: pull it for paying your down payment on the new house. We're going to use it towards the closing costs for the new house. And we might have to pay off some debt in order to qualify. So that's how we're going to determine how much of that 250 are we really going to go after? What do we really need just to get in? So if you've done this before where you've talked to somebody, folks, don't just poo-poo us and turn okay. the page, because yes. that's the I think that's the deeper dive that a lot of people don't do. They forget that you can get that equity, pay off some debt to help you. Now, maybe paying off that car, that $800 car payment with... 25 of the $1,000 is the better way to go to get you to qualify for these two things. Okay, Okay,
1: so for folks that have heard of the home equity line of credit, can you compare that to what a bridge loan might look like for Ms. Shannon during that scenario? Right,
2: so bridge loan is a little bit different in that it is bridging the equity, the money from your existing house over to the new purchase. But you're not going to use that to pay off debt. You're not going to use that to, it, and it's tied to prime. The rate is pretty high. It's usually about a three or four percent add-on to prime, which prime is pretty high right now. Yes. So you don't really gain a lot by doing that because um, the the interest rate is so high that it doesn't offset enough of the overall debt okay. to be able to make that happen. I'm okay. To do that all. In so my head. yeah.
1: So let's just say that Miss Shannon is going to use the a uh, home equity line of credit. That's the that's the route that you've chosen. Yes. And what she wants to do, she's got 25,000 on a car loan. She wants to be debt-free because you've advised her that she needs to move her debt to income ratios down. Okay. Yes. And she wants to use that money as her down payment and also to pay off a $10,000 credit card loan. Yes. Exactly. Can she do that?
2: Absolutely, you can, because it's your equity. You can use that money towards whatever you want. Had you cho- chosen to sell your house first and buy on later, you likely would have wanted to use some of that money to pay that stuff off anyway, because right. you want to have some freedom with yes. your money or whatnot. But we're giving you, or you're getting to get to have access to that money early. Okay, So you're not going to end up with as much money as the 250000 when you sell, because we're going to spend some of it in the mid.
1: yes. And so when you had the consultation, Shelley, as the mortgage professional with Miss Shannon, you guys are talking about strategy. You're right. talking about, okay, if you do this, then your interest rate will be that. Right. And that's so where your, your things, payment that, would be. And
2: your payment will be this. Okay. And this is how much th- your other debts are. And they... There's no surprises. I right. hate surprises. I, I mean,
0: Not yeah, in we this. could go
2: on and on, but money surprises are the no. worst kind of surprises mm-hmm. to have. So, so what? You don't have to be scared. Right. So what
1: this also allows you to do, Ms. Shannon, it allows you to buy non-contingent. Yes. You don't have to write an, your purchase agreement saying that you do have a house to sell mm-hmm. because you have taken the steps to... Make sure that that you can write a clean purchase agreement that's
0: attractive to sellers. Right. Well, ideally, hopefully we get to set that up. So when we get back, are we going to go through the other scenarios or move on to a different one?
1: No, we're going to continue to talk about what it's like to
0: use your current home uh, to buy your dream home. We can also take your questions as well. You can call us at 651-641-1071. We'll be right back on the Red Hot Real Estate Show. Welcome back to the Red Hot Real Estate Show here on My Talk 1071, also available as a podcast. Reminding, you you can get this episode and previous episodes if you go to our website, mytalk1071.com. Use that keyword, Red Hot, here with our friend from Nation's Lending, Shelly Ferris. Also, of course, Mimi Shoneman from the Red Hot Real Estate Group and Remax Results. Still have time for you to be part of the show. You can call us at 651-641-1071. Okay, folks, so...
1: We are, have been talking about how to take your existing home, yes, and converting that into how do I get use this home to get to my dream home, and that that really affects so many people that are living in their houses. Um, It it doesn't matter the type of house that you have. There is no perfect house. And if it's been driving you crazy for, let's just say, more than a year, um, it's going to continue to drive you crazy. It's going to continue. Yep, yep. absolutely. So anyway, I want to let everybody know that in addition to messaging the station here with our keyword red hot, you can get a either a free over-the-net home evaluation or you can get a full-on home equity evaluation. And all you have to do is go to our website, viewgreaterminneapolishomes.com, and message us through that system. Or you can text us at 651-578-2218, and we can schedule a time to do it over the phone or do it in person. Um, all right, Shelly, so I would like for you to tell everybody, um, when once Ms. Shannon has decided she's going to sell first and buy, or excuse me, buy first, sell, sell second, second. Mm-hmm. what do you then do as the loan officer? Right, so first step. First step when
2: you decide that's what you want to try to do is we do a free, no-harm credit pull to review where you are in the process. So it's no harm to your score. You don't have to worry about doing this. This okay. is just easy-peasy, simple, fast, and if you're entertaining this as an option, you should take this harmless, pain free step. This right. is, this is really the first step because it tells me your debts. It tells me how you're making your payments. It tells me your credit score. So it tells me enough information, not all of it, but enough of it, that we can pull some numbers and run some scenarios for you. And I think that's really the important first step. Right.
0: Okay. So just I- knowing how you how the math could work out exactly. is very freeing. So when I tell Miss Shannon
1: that hypothetically, right now today, I think it's 250000 you will walk away with. How much of that 250000 can you use in the home equity line of credit for her?
2: Right, great question, great point, Mimi. You can't use all of it, because okay. they're not going to lend you all the way up to the tippity-top of what Miss Mimi thinks that your home is worth. Fair enough. They'll allow it to go up to approximately 75 to 80% of whatever the home is worth. So okay. if your home is worth 400000 They'll allow you to have mortgages of up to 300000 total on that. So that means if you owe 100000 on your first mortgage, you could get the second mortgage up to 200000 Okay, That's how that works. That's how that math piece works.
1: Perfect. Mm-hmm. And so when, when we have found her home, um, which we would do immediately, we right. would be on the hunt to find the replacement home, what do you need um, When, as far as like uh, when we need the pre-approval letter, you would write it how?
2: Right. So I will. The, that's the first the free no harm credit poll. We do that first. That's all part of the application. Yes. This application, folks, takes 10 minutes to fill out. I'm okay. not joking. This is on your phone. This is easy, fast information that you have on the top of your head. I don't care if you don't know your exact bank account number. I don't that that stuff isn't necessary. Right. But what I need for documentation, what Mimi's alluding to is your most recent pay stub. Okay. I want your W two from the last two years. So that would be twenty-three and twenty-two. So that's that piece of paper you get from your company that says how much money you made in the whole year. Right. That's the thing that I need for two years and a most recent bank statement. Okay. That's all I need in order to be able to take this information and give you what you need to make your best decisions.
1: Okay, so let's just say that you get into um, reviewing the documents that Ms. Shannon submits online and you discover that uh, her credit score is maybe not as good as you thought it was going to be. Okay. Then what?
2: So that's a big part of what I do. Mm -hmm. And so I assess your credit and tell you what you need to do in order to get your score up to whatever, 680, 720, 760, whatever, and tell you what the benefits of those things are. So you might get a better program. Mm -hmm. You might be able to put less money down payment. You might have a lower interest rate. There's lots of different, maybe mortgage insurance options are different based off of your credit score so it's really important for what like mimi's saying is to improve that score make sure it's the best that it can be and you can do that while you're looking for houses we can do that all at the same time
1: so typically a small credit improvement let's just say that somebody is 670 and you need them to be 680 how long would something like that take oh that
0: we can do that in a week Does it depend on what the thing is you have to do? Because maybe, um, and I, not to wet blanket anything. I'm just like, because I just want to give people a realistic expectation. It depends on what I have to do though, sometimes though. Absolutely. If you
2: have to pay down debt, well, that might be a challenge. But the opposite of paying down debt is increasing the line. So if you can get them to increase the line and not pay off your credit card, and now you've got a whole bunch of room opened up, now your score bumps just because of that. Fair enough. That's why you talk to the professionals so we can give you all these little hints Yeah. Yes. And trips.
1: Okay. All right. So there's something that in the mortgage world that is called um, recasting. Mm -hmm. And I think it's important for folks to understand this. Um, because it's something that I think that is beneficial for them if they're able to do it. Right and it's fantastic you guys it sounds like
2: refinancing but it's not you're recasting your mortgage and this really comes into play in this example that we're talking about because if you're going to buy your house and you're not going to be able to use all of the equity from the one that you're leaving you're going to be left over with some bag of money and that's like well Shelly I didn't want to have this leftover bag of money I I wanted to put it towards my mortgage I wanted my payment lower I wanted no mortgage insurance and that's what we can achieve with recasting. So in our hypothetical example we ended up buying a house let's say for $400 Ms. Shannon put $150 down She's ended up with a $250,000 mortgage but she really wanted a $200,000 mortgage right. and she was left with an extra 50000 after she sold her house and therefore she can call up Nations Lending and say hey I'd like to apply this extra 50000 to my to mortgage mm-hmm. and I'd like to recast so that my payment goes down and reflects what I just did. Put, right. By putting that extra money towards that mortgage. That's
0: cool. Mm-hmm. So oh, that's I think that's cool. a
2: huge tool. That people think, well, you can't do that because now I, I'm not left with the mortgage that I wanted to all along. You can affect that. You, and you can do it also at the time of refinance. So let's say that six months from now, rates are a percent lower. You can do put your extra 50000 towards your mortgage at that time and then just refinance the lower amount instead of having to do the recast then. That's just another way to do it.
0: So you're not you're not bumping things and making it worse, right? Or going well? I got a decent deal that I was right. okay with, and now I'm throwing it off, and I got to start over, right? And does when you do a recast versus if you do a refinance and those other things, are there fees and things? That's a great, usually great lower? point. Okay. Yeah,
2: much lower. It okay. takes uh, two months to complete. Yes, you have to have made two payments, so that's the only criterion. And it costs about three hundred fifty dollars. Okay. That's Okay, that is that's much all better. Cost. Right. Same interest mm-hmm. rate, same due dates, same all that stuff, but now your payments lower because you threw the extra fifty thousand. At it.
1: Okay, so I know that that people have done this recasting for for an example if they borrow money from their retirement. Oh right. Yeah. Yes. So yes. give an example of how that would look.
2: So yeah, you can you can do that. You can you can do that anytime, at this point even. If you decide, oh my gosh, my payment's too high, I can't afford this payment the way it is or whatever, you can draw from your 401k or wherever else you might have money. Maybe um, your aunt left you some or right. you sold your car and you got more, I don't know what you did. But so, <laughs> you, did something. So you can do, yeah. the, all of those examples are all allowable to do this recasting. You simple, cl- simply call up your servicer, whoever services your mortgage, whoever you make the checkout to or Electronic payment every month and tell them you want to recast with this extra money.
1: Okay. Well, all of this has been great information. We want to thank our caller Lindsay for calling in with an excellent question. We did run out of time to talk about our checklist for selling your house this spring, but if you would like that, we'd be happy to send it to you. All you have to do is request it by texting or calling 651 578 2218, or you can message the show here at my talk with the keyword red hot. Um folks, we do encourage you to uh listen to the podcast, share it with your friends. Um, we also would love for you to go and check out our website, view greater com There you can shop for real estate. Uh you can compare your house to other real estate. And you can schedule appointments to see property.
0: Right. And the best way to get a hold of you as well, Shelley. My
2: cell phone, 612-839-6918.
0: And as we said, we always encourage you to get this episode and previous episodes by going to mytalk 1071com Use that keyword, red hot.